0: Bloody Elbow presents Care, Don't Care, the show that determines the most and least interesting fights on upcoming UFC events and sometimes strays outside of MMA into general pop culture. Here are your hosts, Steffi Haynes, John S. Nash, and Eugene S. Robinson.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Care, Don't Care, the show that previews the week's upcoming UFC events by determining which fights are hot and which fights are not. I'm Steffi Haynes, and I'm joined by Eugene S. Robinson, author of Fight Everything You Ever Wanted to Know About Ass Kicking, But We're Afraid You Get Your Ass Kicked for Asking, and host of the Show Stomper podcast, co host of the If the Shoe Fits podcast, and owner and operator of the Eugene S. Robinson Substack. I'm also joined by John Nash, host of the Show Money podcast co-host of the If the Shoe Fits podcast, and Bloody Elbow's chief financial columnist. Today, we're looking ahead to UFC Paris. Now, that's two weeks away, but still, we're going to go ahead and check it out. But first, let's check out how we fared on UFC 278. And guess what? Eugene is in the lead again. (laughs) <laughs>
2: Would everyone here kindly step to the rear and let a winner lead the way? You know,
3: Steph, I think the one mistake to remember he he switched his pick
2: to Luke Rockwell. Nah, 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 she wouldn't yeah. let that stand. So I didn't, I saving me from saving me from myself, uh, it stood as it was uh, at earlier on in the week when I was in my right mind, and uh, you know, there you go.
1: Yeah, there you go. See who is a good friend to you?
2: That's right. You are Steph. You are not John. You <laughs> a good friend tells you the truth. Yeah. <laughs> truth is, you pick up. You, you You can't handle the truth, sir. And that said, I am crushing, killing, and destroying my way to glory.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Oh
2: my God! You, this is this is why you can never ever let me win. Don't you, don't you, I'm going to be lordness over you now for two weeks. Yeah, thank thank God.
3: Thank God it only (laughs) happens every blue moon. So that (laughs) was too
2: much. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. The the crowd is screaming my name right now.
1: So let's let's go ahead and break down UFC 278. We're going to start at the top with Leon Edwards defeating... Kamaru Usman, and I got to say, maybe a little bit of comeuppance was due here for Usman actually thinking that he would not leap one division. He was going to leap two divisions and claim Yuri Prohaska's belt. Well, no,
2: he's got got to, I mean, if you got the boss out there saying one of the things he hates most about his job over a 20-year period, is guys saying they won't fight each other. You got to take that personally. So, you know, it's all about horse trading. But what you're saying is, I'm not going to fight Izzy, so sorry. The boss says, I hate that. Out of all the things in this sport that I hate, I hate that, number one. He goes, all right, well, you know what? Here's a bone for you. I'll go up and I'll I'll, I'll challenge Yuri. How about that? Does that... Is that cool? And it's like, okay, that's a good consolation prize for me. Thank you, sir. It shows that he was willing to play. I don't know if he had any real belief in that, but I look at that as a sop thrown to to the boss, man. That's what I looked at it as, you know?
1: I look at it as being a big, silly dummy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, okay, but what, I have, mean, you know, what wait, are you going to say? Wait. The
2: boss says, I hate it when guys say they're not going to fight. And they say, OK, well, you're going to fight Izzy? He goes, no, I'm not going to fight him. So what do I do? I got to, you know, I look like a jerk. What am I going to do? I mean, the, the issue in my mind was that there were always holes in his game, which you could see. I mean, he always almost loses fights at a certain point. Um, and then kind of pulls it out and grinds him down. So, it, you know, what I loved about what I loved about Edward's thing is that it wasn't accidental. It wasn't fluky. Nope. This was actually he, he you know, he uh, this was planned and uh, he had tried it earlier and it didn't work. And the clouds parted and boom, God favored him that day. You know, I thought that was and his speech completely won me over. And as well, I met a guy who trained with him July 8th or uh, whenever I was in Birmingham last July 10th or something. And this guy comes up to me and says, uh, Hey, uh, he was like a maitre d' in a hotel where we're staying. It's like, hey, you in the sport? I go, yeah. He goes, what sport? I go, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He goes, oh. And he was an MMA guy, trains at Edwards Place, that place in Birmingham where they had the camera. He's an older guy. He's like 41, but he's still in the game, still training. And he said, Edwards is going to win this. I was like, ah, you're out of your mind. You're crazy. And he called his shot. So I got to find the guy through Yelp. Cause that's the I remember the name of the hotel. Find him and and issue an apology because he was dead on with that, you know.
1: <laughs> well, I gotta say I I kind of disagree only in the fact that he hasn't cleaned out welterweight yet. So correct, I, I don't, correct, correct. I don't uh, I don't think that Dana really cares. Whether he fights Izzy or not, I think what Dana cares about are big fights. Sure, yeah, the fight yeah, with Izzy would be big, but I think that uh, you know this fight with Edwards. There's also a fight with Shaimiev that's much bigger. Shaimiev uh, yeah, 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 seems yeah. to be the guy they want to put all the eggs in the basket. Yeah, uh, John, yeah. I got to get your take on this fight.
2: Well, yeah, I think you mean, you mean John, 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 the last place loser. You mean that?
3: last, well, that's why like John, last place loser. You know, well, you know my nickname. So uh, yeah, there's a reason my mom gave me that nickname. Uh, but uh, no, uh, Chimaev is the guy that they uh, obviously Uzman. I don't think was going to be allowed to leave welterweight until he fought Chimaev. Right. That was the yeah. fight. But after that, then it's like okay, you you have cleared the division up, but he didn't do it. He looked. He, he was well in control of this fight, but it wasn't like a complete blowout domination. So Edwards mm-hmm. was in the fight, especially that first round. But I agree with th- that kick was – what I loved about that knockout was, you know, you always hear – I'm a big boxing fan, and I always hear these boxing guys put down MMA, and MMA striking is usually pretty bad. It, it deserves to get ridiculed often because people don't tuck their chin. They don't do things right. But here is – This shows you why boxing tactics don't always work. He just set up, lazy punch, got Usman to slip it, smart in boxing, and what's coming up to meet him? A a foot right in the face. It was perfectly timed. So uh, if I'm Edwards, I try to revitalize that Masvidal feud right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Because there's the fights. When your management should be thinking, what is the easiest fight and the most money?
1: Yeah.
2: That's easy
1: Yeah, Yeah,
2: I was shocked that the Baldwin is right talking rematch right away. I thought for sure it would be make sense to give Usman time to deal and then uh make some money on cuz there's a strong chance at least 50-50 that he's going to win the trilogy. So, you know, get some money and and this is the only juice that Edwards has got. They keep saying, "Well, why doesn't he more popular?" Well, he doesn't talk. Well, his his acceptance speech was so affecting. Okay, so you got our attention and interest. Put him in some place that's interesting. Don't send him back out to the woods. Let him let Usman rest a bit. Put him against Masvidal. And then some guy mentioned to me, Crappington. And I was like, nah, I don't want to see that.
3: Well, well Masvidal is coming off a loss couple. So he's not going to get it. You know, he's lost twice now in the title shot against uh, nah, Usman. Yeah. So you, Technically, to keep the legitimacy of it, they wouldn't give it. But what if Edwards, like... Like accidentally bumped into Moustafadl, and they had a street fight, and it got a lot of press. Oh, right. And so <laughs> yeah, and then there's suddenly a lot of it. Just accidentally ran into them. So that that what I'd be looking for. Get you know like bring back, get everybody
2: talking about the three piece and a and a coke. Well, they're already talking about it, and they're talking about having it in the UK, which would be money. I mean, not only do they are they happy to see an American get beat, but you know all that kind of stuff that we love here, the kind of gangster stuff they love there. But even better when they're on the winning side of the equation, they could what they were trying to do with Bisping for so long, they could easily do. You know, I mean, Birmingham is look. I had 6,000 people at a Boone show in Birmingham. It's a town desperate for entertainment. <laughs> 6,000 people show up to see us play. So I, 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 you know, I think it's it's just I don't know what kind of deals they have to make to do the fight there, but it seems to me to be an easy pick.
1: I um. I don't mind the rematch so much, but I like the idea John has, with the exception that because Masvidal's already in trouble for a street fight that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he gets into another one, we might not see Masvidal out for a while. So I well, know. he's not
2: going to get into another. He's not going to get into another
1: one, but that's know. not you know. You know well, I mean,
2: he- truthfully, the, the fight shouldn't be Usman. Who,
3: Usman uh, Edwards is the fight to make because it was a very close fight. Ed, Usman was winning. He's the longtime champion. But Masvidal is would be the big seller and the easy fight for Edwards. But if I'm, if I'm Masvidal, here's the other idea. I'm not 100% certain Shemayev is going to get a visa for that Nate Diaz fight. Hospital should be ready to step in to save that pay-per-view if that doesn't happen. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm.
1: Okay, I I don't know what fight you watched, John, but that Usman Edwards was not close in any way, shape, <laughs> or form. Edwards won the first round, and that was it. He was losing handily. I mean, Usman, it was a freaking rout up until that kick. And the reason why I call that kick a Hail Mary, not a lucky shot. For those of you out there that don't know the difference, a lucky shot is when you're winging punches and you're not aiming. Maybe your eyes are closed. You just are slinging shots that have no intent or purpose and one happens to land. But a Hail Mary is different. You plan that shot. You're taking the last thing you've got left and you're throwing it with everything you've got in you. And that's what he did. He threw that kick. It was a Hail Mary, not a lucky shot. But that kick, it, if that kick hadn't happened, he was on his way to a complete wash. He only won the first round. That's it. Yep. You know? Well, I mean, he won the first
3: was, and the fifth round.
1: Well, the fifth.
3: <laughs> I'm just saying that's <laughs> that's, <true. laughs> well, that's the part but that matters. It's a, it's seconds, not that my my point wasn't that it was like season. Usman. I said Usman's going to win. He's going. He yeah. was easily going to win the fight. But you on keep a scorecard. saying.
1: You keep saying. Close fight though it was not close. I well, gotta- it
3: was, I I I was saying it was a closer fight than being a like would have would have been a four one round that it was not a blowout by Usman. That's what was my uh, each of those it rounds were been, not though. blowouts by Usman. He wasn't dominating him completely.
1: He was though. Yes, he was there wasn't oh my-
3: a lot of damage being done in the fight
1: oh my goodness there was though
2: towards really minute, i mean <laughs> I, let me let, let me let me i'll take a plane ride and deliver some of that you can tell me that some elbows from the top you tell me not that much damage is being delivered
3: oh i meant but no one was so who was threatened to be you know there was no real threats to take something that someone was going to be finished to, i mean but not consistent were threats we're not talking like uh you know, I mean, Luke Rockhold costa that's a fight where a guy was getting killed. Who was getting killed? The, both of them. Yeah, they, they yeah, yeah, them yeah. At The threat of, like, you're just like, no, oh, this is over. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, this is over. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. but I, listen, that was a complete domination. When you say the, the term, he was beaten from pillar to post, that was what was <laughs> happening to him. If was, you look
2: that up, that's what you see.
1: Yeah, he was getting <laughs> his ass stomped. And yeah. maybe there wasn't a moment where that... Uh, but if I recall correctly, there were a couple of moments where Kamara landed some stuff that staggered the shit out of Leon. And mm-hmm. I just think that uh, if that kick hadn't happened, Leon was on his way to a, you know, a 49-46 loss. Because he only had one round in there. If you were being yeah. generous... <laughs> Um, you couldn't, I I couldn't even find a second round being generous for him. I could only (laughs) give him the first. Um, and and I understand what you mean, John. I just feel like it needs a little clarification there.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't give uh, Usman, I mean, I didn't give Edwards the second, third, or fourth at all. I thought those were, I thought they were clear rounds, but I. I guess I'm judged on the sense that I didn't think watching it like, okay, he didn't get massacred like I thought was right. going to happen, which was be finished. But
1: he was thoroughly a, beaten a, a curve. Though, I mean, he took a trouncing and that was like a demoralizing beating. That's why it was so <laughs> special. It's special that he got that high kick. I mean, the story's incredible. And this particular knockout is going to stick out for a long time. I mean, this is a, this is a, Chael Sonnen beating Anderson Silva for four and a half minutes, and Anderson Silva. Oh,
2: I saw that live. I was in the in the arena. That was fantastic.
1: So you had that's the same kind of scenario here. Well, that's why
3: I call it it the Teixeira paradox. Yeah, but that's why I'm pushing for. That's why he should really be pushing for the Masvidal fight. That's why I'm saying that's the fight he needs. He doesn't want to go against Usman again
1: yeah that's true but um that's what they want and i like the idea that it would be in england where that his family could see and you know not have to travel but, you know what sucked was he's having to talk to his mom as he's walking back to the locker room he's having to FaceTime her because she couldn't get over here so yeah, if they hold it great. over there that would be so freaking awesome to have his family there
3: so they yeah. can watch him mm-hmm. get his ass get kicked. Beaten. His I think, was his, I think <laughs> yeah,
1: it was exactly. his mother. Everybody I think it was crying. his he was talking to. Yeah. It, it was a family member. If I'm wrong, it was definitely a family member. But I have actually retweeted No, I
2: think I think it was his mom. Yeah, yeah, I think
1: it was. I just want to put that out there in case it wasn't. Now, we do need to move on to the co-main event. And you know what? Um Look good on Luke Rockhold for surviving to the end and shame on Paulo Costa for having an absolutely exhausted dude standing in front of a mouth gaping open I mean it was just begging for a hard shot to be cracked and it never was we're talking about fighting oh yes oh yes I
2: I, I don't I don't like working blue but you just you just
1: in any event Paulo Costa <laughs> couldn't finish. Move it freaking on. on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Paulo His mouth
2: Costa... gaping, waiting for something. I got you.
1: Yeah, uh, Paulo Costa couldn't finish a sandwich. <laughs> I don't know what the heck happened to this guy. Where's the killer? You know, what uh, I mean? he's
2: gone. He's never coming back.
1: Yeah, I mean, golly, Luke was there, just ready to be knocked out. He really was. And Paulo couldn't get it done. And further, Luke managed to exhaust Paulo. He managed to land some good ones. Oh my God. In the end when they're rolling when when they're on the ground and Paulo's in mount. Uh he's not got full man.
2: Ah, that was EJJ all the yeah, way.
1: Is a guard and what did Luke do? He reversed. He reached down. That was also a Hail Mary. He reached down and he reversed him. And I was like screaming at that point.
2: Oh, I thought you were talking about the the blood rub.
1: Oh, no, I'm talking about when he reversed towards the Hail Hail Mary and he was exhausted. And he still managed to reverse him. But yes, the blood rub was funny as shit, too.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, what was even funnier about it is that he, of course, didn't mean it to be funny, and that's the genius of EJJ. It's funny, and it's not funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I can't believe this other adult male is putting his chin in my eye socket, and yet my eye does not like this, you know? So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I You know, somebody said have there been two more unlikable fighters and my memory of going to aka and seeing rockhold there was that for a long time people remember he's been doing this for a long time Mm -hmm. he was like the unsung understudy i mean you had guys there like trevor prangley right before Cain Velasquez was there you had like legitimate like guys who everybody was thinking oh this is the next big thing next big thing and a long tradition of that at aka start with paul Polar Bear Varlins and Brian the Fury Johnson going way back. And Luke was just like kind of an afterthought. So it was really nice to see him. I mean, I have a memory of him sitting alone on the apron of the, of the, of their boxing ring when everybody's paying attention to Josh Koscheck and everybody else. And he's just like kind of waiting for somebody to come and spar with him. So it was really nice to see his come up. It was nice to see him, you know, give it to, to the bald one this week. And, uh, and uh, you know, I could overlook his family's extreme wealth, uh, and I don't know I yeah, my heart started to go for team old guy as you could mm, witness by the by the tweet the, the tweet storm it was like trying to change my vote but I I, I still think out of the kind of fights that we have, that's the kind of fight that you wanted. I mean, both guys wanted to win. I did, somebody, Brett Akamoto, I think, said, can we please not have any more fights at increased altitudes? Uh, yeah. And I, yeah, I think, great. well, you know, to prepare great. for that stuff. But I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed this fight. And in my mind, there were no losers.
1: I think it's kind of hard to prepare for fights at altitude for the simple yeah. fact that when you train at altitude, you're not going to war. You're training Correct. and you always have that safety net, but you don't have yeah. that when you're actually fighting. So I kind of agree. I hate the fights at altitude because you don't just see the old guys huffing and puffing. We actually saw Camaro and Leon look a little winded there, both of them. <clears throat> One of you was <clears throat> breathing really loud into your mic. And I think it's John.
3: Oh, my mic's muted.
1: Oh, then it must be Eugene. Yeah,
3: I. You know me. I mute my mic all the time when I'm not <laughs> talking.
1: So, all right let let me let me just say one uh, a couple of things here. One, I don't know why people think Luke Rockhold comes from extreme wealth. He doesn't. He's
2: family- Mrs. sex wax is not his co- his family.
1: No. Is that his family? I don't think. Yes,
2: they're... that's that that that's the understanding here in the Bay Area. Really? Yeah,
1: yeah but that's not extreme wealth. That's hey. really.
2: <laughs> you know what? If I own Mister Zog's Sex Wax. Uh, I, I'm off somewhere getting drunk and not even doing the show. So <laughs> wait, is it is it is it his parents that own
3: that? His direct descendants? Oh, like like nah, you guys
2: splitting hairs. What? A, no, no. I'm but sitting it's, here, it's, I mean, I'm eating rocks. It's one that's thing. Been, like a yeah. second
3: cousin with the same name owns it. And they don't, you know, you don't see him ever. That's one thing. Then like well, that's uh, the thing
2: that people don't know about the Hiltons. Oh, Hilton, Hilton, Paris Hilton. Well, people don't know Paris Hilton was from actually the poor side of the family. But my understanding is that the uh, you know he. Me and BJ Penn were the, were the wealthiest guys independent of MMA. In MMA, is what I'm remembering.
1: BJ Penn is also not from extreme wealth, and I don't think Sex Wax is from Luke Rockhold's family. I'm here. Uh, looking- well,
2: the, the internet yeah. can figure it out for us. How about that?
1: Yeah, it's not them. But in any event, um, it was a it was a slobberknocker of sorts, but it wasn't high level. And if this had been anybody not named Luke Rockhold and Paulo Costa, we would have all been like, "Wow, that was a sloppy, ugly fight." But because it it was Paulo Costa and Luke Rockhold, especially because Luke Rockhold was in there after everything that he put out there this past week, we were all pulling for him. And we should always pull for those kind of guys that are willing to to speak up like that. And Eugene had the right idea in wanting to get behind Luke. It's just that for the purpose of actually winning this game that we're playing, you which I won, you can't. Yes, exactly. You can't yeah. actually do that. So uh, I'm yeah. glad Luke retired. It's, it's a good
2: thing. It's a good thing I won. That's all I gotta say. <laughs>
1: I am glad Luke retired. Too bad Paulo didn't retire, too, because that was just awful for him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got no, not too many places to turn. So. Well, in their defense, those are two
3: guys that always have a hard time cutting the middleweight, and, and yeah. they, they, they cut, because that's a big cut for both of them, and then they put it at a mile-high yeah. arena. I'm like, you guys aren't doing these guys any favors.
1: And then Luke has had that shin injury for six or seven years now that's never – Properly healed. Remember, he got staph in it so bad, he was hospitalized a couple of times. And every time he comes out with that freaking uh, shin um, wrap thing that he wears, you just know already that there's something open underneath it. And that sucks because I feel that also took away from his career because he never... Fought, uh, fought really well after that. I think um, that really took away from him. So it's unfortunate. Anyways, we do got to move on. We're gonna we're gonna go on to the fight that Eugene picked correctly here that made all
2: da, the da, 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 da.
1: Sorry, Marab defeating Jose Aldo. This is a much more competitive fight than, than the Usman Edwards fight. And I think here, Jose Aldo, just one, was fighting at altitude. You could see it because he's normally okay for three rounds. And he was tired by before the middle of the fight. He was tired well before then. And then you've got merob who is an energizer bunny. And... I mean, he just outworked Jose. He out-aggressed him because he was much, the much more aggressive fighter. Man, Jose just didn't look like Jose. Gentlemen.
2: Um, Yeah, he seemed to have the yips to me, uh, Marib, um, and leading me to believe that he was much more of a head fighter than I had given him credit for, and certainly people from that region tend to be. But then when I found out he was a Sara Longo guy, I go, ah, okay, that makes that makes totally good sense. Okay. Um, and I actually thought it was maybe closer than the judges did, but uh um and, and I, I actually took no joy in that uh in 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 his win. It, like um again, some other commentator wrote, uh the ufc squandered Aldo and gained nothing with Marab, So what you know for what for what for what did you do this you know it was uh, short sighted and I blame you know Sean Shelby also known as Keith for making that pick but I'm glad like Joe to quote the Bronx Bomber Joe Lewis I'm glad I won Mama
1: I think the score was I don't think it was thirty twenty seven though I think it it came out to twenty nine twenty eight so it it was close like you thought John mm-hmm.
3: I I. I was bored out of my I, mind during so this was fight, I. <sighs> and and uh, I thought, I mean, it was I, I mean, in hindsight, I guess we shouldn't be surprised. You book a guy that his one thing he does is takedowns, and then he's against an old legend that that's really hard to take down. But also, he's no longer he's now a low volume puncher, strike counter striker. So you're going to get, and that's what you end up with. So it's like that was not not the fight to make on a mile high, right. Um, 5,000 foot elevation, so I, I, I mean, I zoned out a lot during this fight.
1: Yeah. I,
2: I, Mostly because you were thinking about me winning, I'm guessing. I was, honestly. I was, yeah. just, I was just fuming the whole freaking time.
1: <laughs> way to take exciting uh, an exciting fighter in Jose Aldo and another really good fighter in Mirov Devalishvili and pair them up together and watch paint dry. Man, I was so upset with that fight because they took Jose Aldo and they gave him a boring fight. Yep. All right. And next up, um, Lucie Pudelova defeating Wu Yanan. Wu Yanan, I think, was uh, way, way oversung when she came into the UFC. I don't know what has gone on with her, but she is not good. She just fell to 13 and 6. Uh, you got to think that's going to be her walking papers, but who knows? Gentlemen, <sighs> thoughts on this?
3: She's, I think we talked before, she's terrible. I mean, okay. it's, she's, you know, it's not that she's terrible, terrible in such, she can't fight at all, but for her record in the UFC and yeah. she's on the main card of a pay per view.
1: I know, right? They swapped this stuff around with, with an, uh, they moved um, Tybura and Romanov off, uh, off of the main card and put this one on. And I'm like, what in the hell? I,
3: I mean this is this is an atrocious product to be what to be I don't know, I didn't watch this. I, I the first two fights, this the terrible, terrible fights that are not a standard even of a strike force main card or Bellator or something. I'm like I
1: yeah.
2: I got better. Th- I went out and ate during that first part. Yeah, I mean she's as good she's as good at fighting as John is in picking fights. So, you know, I I don't know. Oh, she's really good. She's a future yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really know what you do with that. But yeah, I, I got into this fight late. I had a surprise birthday party to go to with a bunch of fighters and completely forgot about the fight so I'm leaving and I had such a good time at the party like oh my god it's six o'clock so then that's when I tuned in so I saw put I don't think I saw anything what was the fight right before that one
1: oh the amazing knockout Tyson Pedro over Harry
2: Hunt. Oh, I saw that okay yeah. so I was in for that and it's then good. the heavyweight yeah so I guess yeah. I saw a fair number
3: and was, I guess we're going to the, the fight before this that Harry Hunt how is that guy in the right? UFC
1: <laughs> I mean
2: I thought that too
1: I mean, it feels like they, they brought him in just so Tyson Pedro could, you know, get a second win in a row or something. I don't know. But it was nice seeing Tyson Pedro get that extra win. And, you know, all the ladies love him. He's a very pretty guy. Um, but
3: this guy, this is like his third UFC fight, right? After yeah. he... Yeah. yeah, and I was reading on Twitter last night. He lost on the he lost on the contender, and they mm-hmm. said, "Oh, you lost. We're going to bring you into the UFC to lose again and again and again."
1: Yes, mm-hmm. basically. That's and
3: I, I think someone likes his name and found it amusing, and so they keep booking him.
1: This picture they have of him on Topology cracks me up because he looks like a puffed up, a little bit of a puffed up Nate Marquardt. <laughs> So it, Oh wow. Yeah. Talk
2: about a dark star. Yeah. Well, it's like, you, hey, I remember that guy. Snake Pliskin. I, I thought you was dead.
1: You mentioned Paul Verilens earlier and I tried to yeah. get a word in edgewise, but man, I couldn't even you, you were going a thousand miles a minute, but uh when you said Paul Verilens, I was like, Holy shit, there's a dark star.
2: I I missed you mentioning the polar bear. Yeah. Well he's he dead, is. he's dead now, so we just oh. lost him. So oh. Um, way to, bring, way to yeah. bring the show down, Steph.
1: <laughs> well, you mentioned him.
2: Ah, you, yeah. You
1: yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No,
2: he, he, died, he died from COVID within the last 10 months, I believe, so. Damn. Oh, well, that's sad.
3: That's
1: really <laughs> that's good. sad. All right, we're going to move on. And, hmm, a majority decision went to Marcin Tibera against Alexander Romanov. This was a very close fight. I hmm Eugene, how did you see this one?
2: Um, I was okay with it. You know, I, I again it's a curse of me not picking the not Polish picking guy. the Polish home team yeah. and then uh but you know, it was the altitude. It there was it was clear mm-hmm. that um it was clear jack and apes aside by the third round that Romanoff was not hanging well with the altitude. Yeah. Um and uh I mean if if you on a long enough timeline who wins that fight, March if that if that factors into any of what the judges see or think when they watch a judge a fight, I'm I'm not I'm, I'm fine with that. I was fine with March and winning. Not so fine with me in my head not caring or picking him, but whatever.
1: I don't think,
2: Actually, I, think like- I, I, I picked Romanoff which was a mistake, so
1: well, I don't think it was a mistake. Actually, Romanov has a lot of promise, and he's one of the.
2: It most- is. I've disgraced myself, uh, and I've disgraced the Charlotte Temple.
1: Okay. <laughs> because let me let me tell you, Martine Tivera, before he went into this fight, was twenty two and seven, and Alexander Romanov, going into this fight, was fifteen and zero. And he yeah, has yeah. impressed the shit out of us consistently since he's been in the UFC. And mm. again, to John's point about putting fighters at elevation, it's the dumbest thing ever. You are so right about that.
2: I think that was my point, but okay.
1: Uh, yeah,
2: Yeah. but but I said it, and that he makes made, more sense.
1: He, he actually made <laughs> he the John point.
2: John just says what I say. Actually,
1: means- John made the point, and you agree with him.
2: No, nah, I am going to take ownership of that.
1: Okay, yeah, I'll let wow. you. <laughs> How about I, this, that? This one of the few times
3: during the this one of few times during the fight. I, I I had a care I cared for and I was paying attention. I'm like, I lost my care during this fight. Oh yeah. Oh, and, and I feel oh. bad saying that, but it just it was, you know, back and forth and stuff, but I was just like and that it just didn't look good, I thought yeah, overall.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. again, elevation.
3: Oh, that's exactly yeah. That that was exactly it. But I'm sitting there like this is what we get, and, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It was just a, it was I nice. don't,
2: I don't. I mean, have you in recent times ever been to any like Denver or Mexico City or something? You don't know what's going on. You know, you kind of like. Hard to. Hey, let, hey, look there's Jimmy. Let's get run to catch up to him. You run 20 yards. You're like, I, I think I'm having a heart attack. And you just don't know what's going on.
1: And then you get there, and it's not Jimmy.
2: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly you're hallucinating you know
1: all right so we're gonna get to one of the terrible fights on the card oh, Jerry yeah. Gordon oh, and yeah. Leonardo Santos <laughs> terrible fight um, yeah. and then we get to Sean Woodson and Luis Saldana going to a split draw
2: and it was a garbage deal um, with the illegal illegal knee and now uh, you know
1: mm-hmm. whatever and Angalusa getting the decision over AJ Fletcher. It was an okay fight. It wasn't terrible. That was a pretty decent fight, actually. I didn't mind it at all. Same with uh, Amir al getting that rear naked choke over um, Francisco Figueiredo. Woof. That was nice.
2: Yeah, this uh, just, uh, just, I did not see.
1: I caught just the... Um, the replay of it the uh, I was the, yeah the I don't finish.
2: I don't know was it was
3: the Joshua fight still going on or is it just I was too caught up in the Joshua after Joshua aftermath? fight was
1: still happening at this point
3: Yeah that's why what what happened what happened with the Joshua fight
1: Oh, oh everybody had a good
3: time and they all were friends at the end
1: Split decision One. went for Usyk Oh hmm. yeah
3: U- Usyk yeah
1: I Nation. thought I thought that Usyk won clearly won hands down, but they gave it a split. I didn't think it was a split. I I didn't. I he, think yeah. I had him uh, one sixteen, one twelve, or
3: yeah, I, I had the exact same score, like eight to four rounds. Yep. But I, in defense, the the rep that does it, I think Feldman, he's generally considered a pretty good, uh, not ju- I mean judge that did pretty good judge on the scorecards. I'm gonna give it to the fact that just you know is one of those situations where he was in a bad spot, audio whatever. Hmm. And he just he just saw it differently, you know. Thank God there's there's three judges.
1: Hmm. Well, in any event, I just thought it was bullshit that it was considered a split when it was clearly unanimous. Oh
3: yeah, it was it was pretty clear. Although I give you know Joshua was a lot better this fight than he he was was. last. I thought he he threatened.
1: Yes, he did. But I still had Usyk winning. Oh yeah, I I was worried about Usyk putting on all that extra muscle too, but uh, it it served him well.
3: Yeah, it was that was that was some clever, clever – I hope they can get the Fury fight done. Mm,
1: indeed. All right, back to this. Here's a fight that was outstanding, and that was Auri Chilang and Jay Perrin. And Jay Perrin, I didn't give him much credit going into this. And, you know, when he had that – he had a rally towards the end that really – I mean, that – Boy, this fight was good. It was a nice rally there. I, I hope they don't cut him. He, This—he is an exciting fighter. I like this fight a lot. I don't know if either of you saw it, but it, this was a good fight. Nope. Nope. Okay. All right. And then we get—I mean, the, don't want
2: to speak for John, but uh, I was—I was in a pool.
1: Okay. Then we get to um, the opening bout. Victor Altamaria... Alta Morano, who um, he also survived a a scary moment there in the beginning. He got staggered, I believe, and woof got that knockout and ground and pound, uh, knocked him down and then just followed him down and pounded him out uh, right there at the beginning of the round, of the first round. Good stuff to open the card. Overall, I would only rate this card about, I don't know, a six out of 10 is mm. that five 5.5 or a six i just didn't think it was all that and i'm still mad that this was uh a, a pay-per-view that only had about four important fights on it all the rest were fight night fluff and i'm so mad about that but anyways we must move on now ufc paris is in two weeks but we're going to go ahead and break it down, and we're going to give you some special content next week. So, Eugene, you know what we need.
2: Crybabies, bedwetters, greedy bread gobblers, work-shy individuals, malingerers, fault-finders. This has less to do with your skills and talents as a fighter and much more to do with the marketing heft have to wait, put behind you by the now no longer failed folks, IPO folks at Endeavor and or the Baldwin and the oopsie. If you don't like being on the don't care side of the equation, the solution is simple. Fight an exciting fight. Until then, do not come crying to us, bedwetters.
1: All right. As always, we're working from the topology quick sheet. That order is subject to change. We are going from the bottom up. First fight on the card, we have Faraziam taking on Mikal Filak. And uh, this is at lightweight. I don't care. It's not relevant yet.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm not caring.
1: John.
3: Every fight in the UFC is important. Every <laughs> fighter is one of the best, so we should. No, no, I don't really care.
1: <laughs> oh, you're gonna make so many people mad with that attitude.
3: <laughs> oh well, yeah. So I mean, listen, they might, I might, they might prove me wrong, but I just, I can't, I can't, in goodwill, say you have to come in good faith mean say you have to come and show up for this.
1: Yeah. All right, next up, again at 155, Benoit Saint-Denis taking on Gabriel Miranda. Do not care. Lightweight is still very, very deep, so I don't have to care about this fight.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah I don't care.
1: John? I
3: have not distinguished themselves yet, so no.
1: All right. Now we get to our first featherweight fight on the card. Ricardo Hamos taking on Danny Henry. Do not care. Featherweight is also deep enough to not care.
2: Yes. Do not care. Yeah. Uh,
3: I think Hamos is going to kill him, but don't care.
1: All right. Next up, middleweight. Dustin Stoltzfus taking on, oh my goodness, a Um His <sighs> first name is Abus. Abusupayan, oh, I, I, Abusupayan. you know that's <laughs> always a sign. Exactly.
3: I, I, yeah, I thought when you said A Magomedov, you thought A period. That was the first initial you were using. I, I think I should stick by. to
1: the the first initial because I I think it's Abusupayan. I think that's how you say it. Abusupayan Magomedov. I hope I'm saying it right. I don't mean any disrespect here, but I don't care. <laughs> it's middleweight. Super don't care, gents. I know you.
3: I'm I'm already thinking of the next fight.
1: All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next fight is also at middleweight. Nasraddin Imavov taking on Joaquin Buckley. Okay. Interesting. Um, Emovolve is good. Buckley's all right. They have good records. I believe they're-
2: This is like a fight for significance, right? Yeah,
1: and I believe they are both inside the top 20. At the very least, maybe Joaquin Buckley is. I don't know. I'm almost, yeah- I'm almost gonna I, care, but I, I can't get there. It's middleweight.
3: Oh, I I care. I gotta care. Buckley's been on the care because of his highlight, and he's on a streak of wins. Oh, and so, okay. uh, and it's relevant in the well. I mean, it's uh, no, it's definitely relevant. It's they both meet the relevant. Okay. Uh, I gotta care.
1: Go ahead, care.
3: Okay, I care. Emovov.
1: E Emovov. Eugene, are you caring? I don't. <laughs>
2: I don't know. I I I didn't really enjoy Imovov's last fight. Who 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 did he fight last?
1: Uh let me see here. He, he
2: fought uh, it's that uh guy
3: with the really long uh the, the Armenian name.
1: Ed Edmund Shabazian.
3: Yeah and before yeah. that it
1: was Ian yeah. yeah. I I I
2: I I don't what time does the fight start? Wait, just to
3: just to clarify, but that that last fight, didn't he do the um oh uh the the U F S uh God Dan I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name. That uh, remember the guy that put the guy in the crucifix and elbowed the heck out of um back in the old days. Uh, the Paul, famous uh, the famous uh yeah, fighter. Paul, some, Paul something or other. Uh, oh, yeah. oh God, how am I drawing a blank on this? The guy he has CTE now. Oh, fought Vader. Who? He oh hmm i got the crap kicked out oh this is embarrassing this, hold is, on, this is hold on hold
1: on just give me a second and i'll pull it up for you my gosh these these old guys oh yo, gary goodridge
3: gary goodridge
1: gary goodridge yeah, paul, uh,
2: <laughs> paul something all
3: right <laughs> this is too you're bad that i'm right you're a close
1: yeah, Here, Gary yeah. Goodrich, Paul something, they sound exactly <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah.
3: Okay,
2: you guys laugh now. Oh,
3: you no, he's, right. uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's a Herrera. That's it, right? Uh, Herrera. Oh, God. This is, this is, we uh, are really.
2: It, 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 yeah, okay. Steph, was that, is it Paul Herrera? Was that his name? Paul, did I say Paul? You did say Paul. You mean I, the, the guy who's number one this week said Paul, and he was doubted uh, for a moment in time. Well, oh you, weren't,
3: you weren't very clear if you're talking about the guy doing the elbow or being elbowed. No, nah, no. Big Daddy, uh,
2: friend of Knuckle Up, Big Thank, Daddy, Goodrich. Yeah, am. Yeah, that was a...
1: All right, so <sighs> in any event, you're going to care. Eugene, are you going to care? I am not.
2: Uh, I don't know. I think I'll care. I mean if I uh, truth be told, I think I will actually care.
1: Okay, um, who are you going for?
2: I think I go for Emmaf. Uh Buckley's been inconsistent enough, so
1: Okay. I'm not caring. Don't care uh, what, oh, uh, well, uh, well.
3: just hey, step did, did I just to go back to that, is that the guy that did the elbows, the the put a guy in like a crucifix and elbow the heck of him or am I thinking of a different guy? Imov.
1: Okay, hang on. My okay.
3: Gosh. I'm trying to remember, I just vaguely remember this fight. I'm I'm thinking yes, I'm mixing them it up. it
1: was Edmund Shabazzian that he did that to.
3: Mm, okay, that's why.
1: Okay. So, we're going to move on here and I don't care. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, corn I don't care. I've Zara Faren and Alan uh, Aline Perez.
2: Say it again? Say it again. I'm sorry. I did, I missed the first one.
1: Zara Farron. And care. Aline Perez at uh featherweight, women's featherweight. I didn't even know that that they were gonna keep this thing going. I don't care.
2: I don't yeah, I'm not caring. John. Yeah. No.
1: All right. Next up, I do care about this one though. Charles Jordan and Nathaniel Wood. What a fight. Wow. I'm taking Charles Jordan. Bing bang boom. Mm.
2: Mm. Why are you taking Jordan?
1: Because that fight he had with Burgos that they gifted to Burgos, Charles Jordan won that fight.
2: Mm. Mm. Trying to, and, you, and, and you don't and you don't like Wood enough to believe that he could pull it out.
1: No, it's not that. It's just that I think... You,
2: wood, you hate Wood.
1: No, not at all. I think, <laughs> I think Wood's great. Um, I don't know. I just think that Charles Jordan has maybe fought at a little bit higher level and won... I mean, we've got Nathaniel Wood. His last win is over Charles Rosa, but he lost to Casey Kenny right before that. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah that's right. Shane Burgos is pretty. That was a good fight against Shane Burgos. It really too, was,
1: so. and I had him winning pretty handily. I didn't have it a split. I had, I, I would have had him 29-28. That's what I put that put out on the Twitter machine. But I'm taking Jordan. I like his fight style. I mean, both of these guys are exciting, but uh, I got to take Jordan.
3: All right. all right. Um, yeah, uh, I, I I care. I mean, it's it's. I'm not sure Wood still fits relevancy, but uh, I but I still care. I'm gonna go with, even though Jordan's a company man, which kind of bugs me. I'm gonna go with him. I like the Washington.
2: Yeah, 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 I think that's a smart move.
1: <sighs> all right. How about you, Eugene? Do you care?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I care, and Jordan seems to be all right. All right. Uh, Jordan is not Juban.
1: No, no, no. Juban has retired. And yes, he's staying correct. retired. Man, you know what? That's a good-looking dude. Holy crap, that's a good-looking dude. I'm yep. just saying. And he's got a beautiful wife. They Man, the genetic lottery his kids are going to hit. Oof. Anywho, let's look at Taylor Lapalus taking on Khalid Taha. Wow, this is an exciting <laughs> fight right here. Um, I don't I... know that it's relevant, though. It's
2: uh, that, I don't care. I'll it's that, get that out way.
1: there. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna care. It is probably mm. relevant, but it's gonna be exciting as shit. I think oh, nice I'm, language. I know, right?
2: <laughs> I don't care.
1: I do. I'm caring for this one because I know it's gonna be a banger. Man, it's gonna be a banger. I, yeah. I,
3: I'm. Not, I'm not familiar with um, Taylor um,
1: Lapalus.
3: Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, he might be is he a big prospect or something? I just uh, yeah. no one's put him on my radar, so.
1: Yeah, um, he was—he's actually been in the UFC before. If you're not familiar with them, yeah, he has wins. Uh, let's see here, someone named Rocky Lee. So, uh, let's see, he also has a win over Ulka Sasaki. Wait, is, is he um, uh,
3: is he a French guy or uh? A...
1: He's French, yeah.
3: Okay, then I think I remember because I have a friend's French. We keep track of the. Oh, that was years ago. He was in the UFC. Yeah. Oh, then yeah. Sorry, don't care. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. So no care there. How about you, Eugene? You care?
2: No, 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 no.
1: Hmm. I guess I'll pass. I don't know that it's very relevant, but it's probably going to be a banger, though. It probably. Is.
2: Eh, well, yeah.
1: All right. Next up. At <laughs> when- I
2: get. I get that behind Seven Eleven, you know. <laughs>
1: Next up at 155, Nasrat Hakparaz taking on John mcdessey I don't care. How about that?
2: Yeah, yeah, nor do I.
1: You know why I don't care? Because Hakparaz is on a two-fight skid.
2: His yep.
1: Last fight, uh, he got beat up by Bobby Green, and before that, he got beat up by Dan Hooker. Yeah. He fought- His wins are over lower-level comp- uh, competition, so. Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah i don't
3: care uh you got it for me right there that's the my 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 I reasoning believe
1: that we're already i mean we're well into the main card just a couple of fights from the top and that's what we're getting is mm. and john MacDessy. Mm. all right next up alessio uh alessio de chirico and Roma, uh, roman roman
2: um i'm glad he's back so i can make my joke about loving his paintings (laughs) but i don't care about the fight
1: yeah i am interested in who will win this because kopalov has uh, in my opinion has a lot of upward value Mm -hmm. So, so it'll be interesting to see who wins but uh i don't care about this fight do you john
3: not right. I mean I, I'm going it'll be a while too for Roman Koplov. He's he's got to win a couple of fights for me to start even right, thinking about Right, but I Kieran just Mato. remember
1: that he had a a pretty exciting fight the last time out. So I'll watch him uh based off how he does in this. He's also super young, I believe.
3: Uh, this is this is almost the definition of the just fight stuff. Oh, we just, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. super young, but fights. he's not.
1: <laughs> Oh, yeah, he had that f- that really crazy fight with Albert Duraev. Yeah, that's why I'm remembering him.
3: Oh, okay, I remember that. Yeah, that was somewhat entertaining. <laughs> that was, was a freaking
1: banger, banger. Hmm, maybe I might care about, yeah, you know what? I'm going to care about this because of that. I'm going to pick Koppelov. I am going to care. That, w- that fight was insane. And I remember saying that I was going to care about him after that. So, yep, I'm going to pick him. All right, next up, we get to the co-main event. This whole card is worth it just for the top two fights. And that is Robert Whittaker taking on Marvin Vittori. This is an interesting fight. Vittori is proven to be a thorn in everybody's side. And he beats people that are, I would say, everyone up to this guy. I think Robert Whitaker's gonna take it, but I think Marvin Vittori is gonna make it a dog fight. It's not gonna be easy, but I think Robert takes it. Um but don't be surprised if Vittori manages to pull it out because Whitaker tends to fade towards the end.
2: I care and uh and I'm picking uh I'm picking Vittori.
1: Ooh, You're okay. insane.
2: Okay, <laughs> you mean you mean you mean the winner this week, the winner, the winner, <laughs> the first place winner, uh, the winner. Like, yes, right. Go to go to work ah, and yeah, see how far guys, back this man is. Uh, I'm gonna sing a TSOL song to you, "Living on Old Glories" when those old glories are gone.
1: So, all right, so John and. Eugene are taking Marvin Vittori. Interesting. No,
3: I'm not. Yeah, no, just, just take, uh, my finger's not is on that piece, and it's not even on that piece. It's on the other piece, the Whitaker piece.
1: Oh, you it? are picking Whitaker. I thought you said Vittori. I, I am making sure right now. You are saying Whitaker.
3: I'm saying Whitaker. I was taunting him for choosing Vittori because I think okay. this is. I mean, this is a relevant fight. great, right? the the best fight you can kind of. Put Whitaker in because I think he's just a class above everybody but Israel
1: and for Vittori he's a class of everybody up to Mm. this point anybody not named Israel Adesanya or Robert Whitaker is going to be fodder in my opinion for Marvin Vittori he could beat Robert Whitaker I'm not even saying that it's out of the realm of possibility it's there
2: I'm sorry to to, to, to take this kind of a weird way but how do you like that? Did any of you pick up on that William Casey moment from this past week where the Baldwin was saying, hey, you know, these guys, we're there for health care. We've been we've bent over back off of Rock Hole. You know, uh, we, these guys have hurt, you know, they're CTE like I have, you know, from sparring holes years. And oh, what? You what? Mean,
1: you mean? Did you
2: just give yourself an escape out, an
1: out? Boxer did size? You- That's yeah, what yeah. you did? Come on, Dana! Jesus.
2: Yeah, I thought that. I thought that was dude is. <laughs>
1: and what Ru- Luke uh, was talking about, what I Luke was, was talking strange. about when he said, "I haven't been taken care of medically." It's that freaking injury he's talking about that's never healed, never been properly taken care of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: I, I got some angry texts after that comment came out. That, yeah, uh,
1: I mean that's just. <laughs> oh, anyways, all right. So. We've got Eugene is taking Vittori, and John and I are taking Whitaker. Now we get to the main event. Man, I don't know which way to go in this. You've got Cyril Gon, who is methodical and technical and a very, very good fighter. He knows how to win. And then you've got Tai Ivasso, who's got a one-hitter-quitter. That... Is a difference maker. Ty's only lost three times, and Cyril Gaon's only lost once. Ty is fifteen and three. Cyril Gon is ten and one. The only person that beats Cyril Gon has has been Big Francie. So I,
3: I I I know what I'm picking. I'm picking Cyril Gon and I'm picking the winner. Of this, according to Dana White, will get Francis Gaon in a fight that will never happen. You know what? So, I'm gonna
1: take Tui Vasa.
3: Yeah, I'm taking he's Tui got Vasa. Hit, oh. He's
1: got the equalizer, and I don't care. I, after watching him just eat the biggest shot in the world from Greg Hardy, and the, while he was still staggered, wing a shot that planted Greg Hardy so hard. I mean, that was probably the best knockout we've seen of, of Greg Hardy, was tied yep. to Iwasa's.
3: Yeah, Ty' got Herpes from drinking on everybody's shoes. That's all I'm
2: saying. Oh my God. Yeah, that he needs to stop that.
1: Hey, it's their tradition. I don't mind.
2: Nah, what a tradition. Nothing. I don't see anybody else from down there
1: doing it. He just
2: started doing it.
1: Are you kidding? What's his name? Whitaker's no, been doing it all day. Yeah, Whitaker. I feel like Whitaker started that thing. <laughs>
2: sewer rat might taste like pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my God. <laughs> oh my lord! All right, so um, yeah, John, are you sure you're taking God? Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. So, here's what we got. We all have four picks, but we we are all on different planes of existence here because you two took Imavov and I passed on that fight, but we all took Jordan. I took Roman kopilov and none of you picked that fight. We all, uh, let's see here. John and I picked Whitaker, and Eugene picked Vittori. Uh, Eugene and I picked Tuivasa Vasa, and John picked Gone. So that's our picks this week. I started with you first last week, Eugene. So, John, I'm going to start with you first this week. Tell us what you got coming up and where we can find you on social media.
3: Well, I, I got probably a lot of crying this week. A lot of crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sad. No, it's uh, I I have a bunch of stuff that is partly done, almost done. Oh my know. god, I got to hear his speech twice a week. Now. I know, but it's like it, I, I don't know what to do about it because it's not gonna. I, I'm working so many hours right now. We're in the we started production up again, and things are crazy. So who knows when anything's gonna happen? So. I gotta, I gotta find a simpler way to get these things done. So, uh, but besides, I don't know, maybe I'll have some off this week. I hopefully will. And then, um, I got, you can find me on, uh, Hey, not the face on Twitter and I'm not on uh, if the shoe pits this week and I'm not on care, don't care next week.
1: That's right. And, None and of yeah. <laughs> so I
3: got, I don't know my life, my life's sad now. Suddenly, so I got not much going on.
1: <laughs> How about you, Eugene?
2: I got a lot of stuff going on. I got a lot of stuff going on this week. I got uh, last week was Sophia Chang. The week before was Mike Patton on the live five series for Wong Duty this week. Actually, after months of delays and, and stuttering and muttering, I finally got in the can. Uh, a very long interview which I'm working on editing for the rest of the day with Vernon Reed guitar player for uh, living color so um, and it wow. was actually fairly phenomenal well well worth the wait um I, I give you a taste one of the funniest things he said to me he goes uh, <laughs> he goes the the history of, of white people is like slaughter interrupted by the creation of the oboe back to slaughter (laughs) that's fairly funny you know he's like yeah you know they developed the blunderbuss then came the oboe and then it was back to killing each other you know and I was like that's pretty funny that's he's a funny guy you're a funny guy um so I got that he shouldn't be knocking the oboe yeah, <laughs> he's a guitar player, you know. So I got that. I got uh, 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 the Substack, which is uh, uh, revelatory in the greatest of possible ways. I got the Show Stomper. I got uh, yeah, If the Shoes Fit on Tuesday. And uh, that's the week. Trying not to die until next fight. Oh, and of course, on the 28th, the greatest of all possible things happens.
1: Your birthday. I 60. And yeah, on yeah. the thirtieth, Steph, Steph
2: remembered Johnny. Yes. You know, he did what? We can't
1: get. Well, I I'm always seven. remember because my birthday is two days after yours. On August thirtieth is my birthday. verbos unite.
2: Yes, yeah, that's right.
3: That's right. <laughs> or so. untie. I I was I was doing something else I didn't I didn't hear anything you guys said. Y'all better Ah,
1: remember remember the twin towers of power right here.
2: That's right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) that's my week.
1: All right. So on that note, we're gonna wrap the show. Until next time. Please stay safe.
3: Might have to speak louder, Steph. Man's old.
0: Thank you for listening to this Bloody Elbow Presents production. To check out more of our content, hop over to the Bloody Elbow Presents SoundCloud and iTunes pages, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is titled Bloody Elbow Presents. We are also on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast, Player FM, and Amazon Music. Just search for Bloody Elbow Presents and you will get brand new shows throughout the week, including Care Don't Care, The Mookie and Crookie Show, The MMA Vivisection, The Level Change Podcast, The Sixth Round Post Fight Show, Sixth Round Retro, The MMA Depressed Us, Crooklyn's Corner, Exclusive Fighter Interviews, Show Money, and Radio Style Play by Play for every UFC pay-per-view. Be sure to also follow us on Twitter, at Bloody Elbow. Facebook, at facebook.com slash bloodyelbowblog. And as always, on bloodyelbow.com.